0: Hey there, this is John, and I want to take a quick minute to let you guys know about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You don't even have to do anything. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more listening platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show.
1: You are now entering. Armbar Audio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host Tim and next to me is my trusted companion John Kearns. What's up everybody? We are here tonight to talk about yesterday evening's In Your House Takeover from NXT. The revolutionary... In sports entertainment for the past five and a half years. If you didn't catch that at the beginning, it was pretty hilarious. Pretty sweet reference, dog. Yes. Uh, NXT TakeOver In Your House kicked off with an amazing performance by local band Code Orange. And, uh, John, what did you think about that performance?
0: I thought the performance was really good. I It is rare... Um, it, it is rare for newer bands, modern bands, to sound as good live as they do in studio. And I think Code Orange's uh, live version of Underneath is just as good as the one on the album. I agree. I was very happy to see them. I'm also very happy to see that tweet that was going around where they had their photo with Triple H I think it is possible that they have found a home within the NXT Loud family.
1: Oh, well, definitely. I mean, they played Aleister Black out. They, play, they played. And they do Bray's theme the blur, They did Bray's so,
0: theme. I'm very happy for them and proud that they are from our hometown. Absolutely. So the event was also chock full of action. Uh, great matches throughout. Uh, four of the six matches made our list of potential Match of the Month candidates. Made your list. For me. Three for me. Three for you? Yeah. Sid's a liar. He said you had the same matches as me. Oh, that lying bastard. So we won't... <laughs> I didn't include the backlog, bro. There are. There's a fight outside. That has nothing to do with us, fuck him. Uh <laughs> Get him. No. So the first match was, we had, first of all, do you like my, uh, my thing that I made here? Yes. I did this at Microsoft Paint. It's beautiful. See? Even with no budget, you can make the show look good. Proof. I'm proof. <laughs> first match we had was the six-woman tag team match. It was Team Knox, which was Tegan Knox. Shotzi Blackguard and Mia Yim versus Team Larray, which was Candace LeRae, uh D- Deco- Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez played the X
1: Factor a lot of the time. Um, there was a point where Shotzi did a dive to the outside, Larray did a dive, and then Tegan Knox came off the top turnbuckle with a huge senton on onto everyone. Uh, there was a lot of chaos. But a lot of controlled chaos. Um, Dakota Kai ended up kicking Raina Gonzalez in the face, and this ended up leading to Team Luray's downfall. Right. Tegan Knox I know we talk a lot about Shotzi Blackheart, Blackheart here, but Tegan Knox is fucking great. Yeah. Like, really great. Like she could she could be pushed to horsewomen level. If I agree, if they do, um, glad the faces won because they've been losing
0: on TV a lot. Um, John, what'd you think? I thought this was a fine way to open NXT takeover in your house. I think like you said, Tegan Nox, uh, continues to show that she is worth the push. She has gotten, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Shots of Blackheart's entrance is even more badass every time I see it. Uh, Raquel Raquel Gonzalez really showed her own in this match more so than she has. Uh, Dakota Kai looked great. Candice looked great. At the end of the day. A lot of colored hair in the ring. A lot of colored hair in the ring. (laughs) Um, Dakota Kai colored her hair in honor of Hannah Kimura, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, Shots of Blackheart with that awesome electric green hair. I love it. And uh, at the end of the day, this match showcased all six women spectacularly and made them all look strong. So I'm very happy with how this match was booked. Good <clears throat> shit. What's next? What's next? Well, it was none other than Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. This was great. Yeah.
1: Um, there was a spot... Where, I mean, they were going back and forth and Priest looked like he had Balor. But he tried, he got a little too cocky and went for a razor's edge off the apron onto the steps. And Finn Balor ended up falling off and kicking him into off the apron and onto the steps. And this would lead to a shotgun dropkick and the coup de grace for the win for Prince Finn Balor. But this was really... A good showcase of Damian Priest, and Triple H even said after the show that it was a showcase of Damian Priest and how he was proud of him. Uh, I thought Damian Priest's pants were like Shawn Michaels circa '96. It was yeah, with all the commercials with all the commercials and Todd Pengeill in there. It was kind of funny, and I was like, is, did he wear these pants on
0: purpose? I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of commercials, I was in love with all those WWE ice cream commercials. The one where Shotzi Black oh, yeah. just stuffed the whole sandwich in her mouth. and uh, The, the one, Ico, Pro with, Adam Ico Cole. Pro with Adam Cole. The other ice cream that had Bronson Reed where he was like this. Um, the The theme of the show was done very, very well. I loved everything about it. So what did you think
1: about this match, though?
0: The match was intense. Just as intense as I thought it would be. Sometimes even more so. Um, I loved that spot where Damian Priest uh, carried Finn Balor and jumped off the steps and slammed him into the apron. Yeah. I loved that spot. Um, I loved Priest wearing special gear for the event. I feel like not many people are doing that these days. Um, probably mostly due to the lack of crowds. So it's nice to see Damian doing it despite that. Um, there is one critique. There was a, a point critique.
1: where Damian Priest hit two like spinning roundhouse kicks to Finn Balor. Yeah. One, one of those should have put Balor on the ground. <clears throat> two, seeing a man that size basically dance twice it was kind of awkward looking to me i know he has agility and i love that well, about him but isn't that something that we love about luchasaurus yeah but he did it like twice in a row like so it was re- it was kind of awkward looking to me uh, i didn't
0: notice that yeah but you know i I'll, I'll i'll fully admit i was kind of half paying attention to this match i was um tweeting at the time as well so uh <laughs> the match made the list it was fantastic yes but uh, I was reserving full attention for the title matches and all that you know I it's how I watch wrestling I'm not ashamed I'll never be ashamed of it <laughs> all right <laughs> so there next match yeah fight me Tim It was Keith Lee, bask in his glory, defending the NXT North American title against All Heart, No Soul, Johnny Gargano. Or is it All Soul, No Heart? What's his thing now? All All Heart, Heart, No Soul. Soul. Okay. It's hard to keep up with.
1: (laughs) And uh, to your point about making special gear, both of these guys came out in special gear. Yeah. Yeah. Black Lives Matter on the trunks and on the back of uh, the jacket for Keith Lee which I was very happy about and uh, Johnny Gargano came out as Kylo Ren and the Mandalorian kind of concept thing which was interesting. Um, I really loved the psychology of this match. I loved how the hand and the eye were two specific targets for Johnny yeah. Gargano, and it really played
0: it played the major part I in the match. I love it. You don't see it much anymore. You don't see the focusing on the body part much anymore. Right. So it was good to see in this. Well, he had to. He was, was much smaller and less powerful. Yeah, it's almost as if it makes sense. Wow, they did something that made sense. They they had psychology. <laughs> there was a
1: point where Keith Lee uh, pounced uh, Johnny God through damn.
0: the uh, plexiglass, but it still doesn't, it's still not as good as the Adam Cole one. Well, no, it's not as good as the Adam Cole one because he got lost to a crowd of people. But uh, going through the plexiglass, I mean, I've never seen that in a hockey game, so that was something to see. That was insane. Um, Keith Lee... Looked like a monster in this match and as he should Uh, Joni Gargano Trying to run away and knocking On the door and pounding on the door For somebody to let him in Was gold Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Loved Joni's gear Loved, um Keith Lee's gear And actually was very happy With how they involved Candice And Mia Yim Yeah, it was pretty cool Um Also, loved Mia Yim's shirt, which displayed the names of the Central Park Five. Um, Yes. So, very... Very... um, I guess woke is the word, but very showing advocacy without pushing it saying it. Yeah. Right. I liked that aspect of it. So, uh, end of the day, Keith Lee walks away still your NXT North American champion, which... I uh, hope remains that way for a very long time. Uh, who do you think challenges next? Mm, I don't know, but I think I know who's going to go after Cole. I think I do too, and I think we're going to talk about it
1: very soon. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick somebody for the NXT
0: North American, yes. maybe maybe Kushida. is a good call. Um, I was thinking... Maybe, uh, well, they're going to have Dexter Loomis versus Cole on NXT this week. That was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking once that's done, possibly Dexter Loomis going for that title. Maybe uh, Karrion Cross came in recently. He's already kind of, I think, his name Already puts him a little bit past the North American title. Cross has taken the title off Adam Cole. Definitely. Uh, maybe. That's the guy who's going to take it off? Possibly. This is either Damian or Finn Balor's next approach. Possibly. But uh, this would be Finn Balor versus.
1: I think. Would be fucking great.
0: I think out of the two, the one more likely to go after him would be Damian Priest. Damian Priest had his shot. Yeah, he had his shot, but nothing saying he can't get. And he just one. lost to Finn. Boy, that. Um I'd love somehow some way for Dodjakovic to get another shot. But I'll I'll watch Keith Lee and Dodjakovic wrestle. Dajakovic supposedly going to raw. Is he really? Yeah. That'll be good. That should be see, I don't mm, oh well. Well, his run was good while it lasted, huh? <laughs> Backlot brawl, which took place On the uh, Full Sail University's Film School set, which I think was really cool. Uh, Right off the bat, I love Velveteen Dream's Negan cosplay. Uh, Loved the Lamborghini that he rolled up in as well. Loved the Undisputed Era monster truck. My only critique of the monster truck is that they should have wrote boom on the side. (laughs) So, uh, as for the match, what do you think? thought it was alright. Uh, I think it was very, very alright.
1: It's. Uh, <laughs> Velveteen Dream works best when there's crowds. Yeah. Uh, I like Dexter Loomis getting Roddy. And, Everything about that. Uh, yeah. Fish. Yeah. And driving
0: them away. We need an Amber Alert for Fish and uh, Riley.
1: I like the Uber part. Not Riley. Uh, uh, strong. I like the Uber part. That was yeah. funny.
0: Um, I love the referee. Man, you might want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't...
1: I don't remember much. Because I didn't really like the cinematic part. Like, I, I, I thought... Where they did well with yeah this was the, the bo- where they did yeah. well with the boneyard match yeah. and the firefly funhouse the gargano champa one and this just wasn't didn't hit it for me. Um, Adam Cole comes up, up on top, so Velveteen Dream can't can't go after those titles. So as long as Cole holds it, if Dream is staying in NXT, I expect Dream and Loomis to go after the tag titles eventually.
0: That would be a very interesting team. <laughs> well, Loomis has, yeah, been on Dream's side the whole time. I'm just saying. It, I'm. I know. I'm just saying it would be very interesting. I would love to see the dynamic of how those two would work together. Right. Um, <laughs> Dream
1: says something, and Dexter will
0: stop. Start I drawing think it. The entrances would be fascinating. <laughs> So tell me what you liked about this match, John. Uh, as for what I liked, um, I liked the physicality. I liked the weapon use. But like you said, this for me, like the Champa and Drogana match wasn't as off to me as it was for you. This was the first one of WWE's cinematic matches that really did not hit for me. Um, it wasn't the physicality isn't what was bad about it. It was just the way it was shot. Um, I watched uh, uh, Smart to Death um, talk about this match right after it happened. He really didn't like it. And uh, I, I liked it more than he did, but I will I share some views that he had where everything that they tried to do in this match was a good idea. It just was very oddly executed. Mm. Um, the the headlights used for lighting the match, good idea, weirdly executed.
1: Yeah, that that yeah.
0: really distracted a lot with the camera. I feel. Yeah, and it should have been so much. It should have been better than it was, because they did the same exact thing for Guerrero and Cena, and for Guerrero and JBO, and for and for JBO and Cena. They've done matches like this in the past that didn't look as weird as this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It was weird. Um, as for what was good about it, the spot where it, with Cole going through the windshield, fantastically done. Um, the blood, however, came off, and we all know that it's not real blood, but like it came off real, real campy in this match. Yeah. Um, like, like Matt Jackson on BTE levels of camp in this, it was weird. Jeez. (laughs) Um, and not that that's a bad thing, just that it was a little much for the spot that it followed. All right. I feel like I possibly articulated that the way I wanted to. So, let's move on. We will move on to the penultimate contest. Which... Fall and pray. Fall and pray. We finally got some kind of crowd chanting it, which was cool. This match was balls to the fucking wall. Champa got some offense in, but that was about it. And, Cross put him
1: to sleep in six
0: minutes. Yeah. I am very pleased with Champa in this match. Very. Um, I think that Champa sees what we see—that this is the next guy for sure. This is the one that's going to be Cole, and once he does, Champa still wants Goldie back. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward way more to this rematch than the Champa rematch. Absolutely. and <clears throat> Cross, they have done great with him.
1: They have already. Re- they really it, it's have, only been like a month. They haven't changed anything about no. his indie gimmick or mm-hmm. his past gimmicks. They've just added layers, especially
0: that amazing entrance. All they changed was a name. Yeah, and, and the entrance. And, and, and it, it, it's rare that that's all they changed, so I'm very pleased. So,
1: uh, yeah, you already know what we think where Karrion Kross is going. So, let's
0: get to the main event. The main event was, I I said this was an 11 out of 10. It was a great match. 11 out of 10. Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai going
1: after Charlotte's NXT women's title. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte are made for each other. Yeah, I love how they brawl. I love how they work together. Uh, Io Shirai, amazing feats with the springboard drop kick, and then getting on top of the fake house door thing and doing a <laughs> fake dive. house door thing. Doing a dive off the set to both women. Um, finally, it happened. It finally happened,
0: and Io Shirai is the NXT Women's Champion. The celebration they had for her made me almost made me cry. I loved it was like a Japanese celebration. I loved how Japanese it was. The explosion of confetti, the streamers thrown from the crowd. I I, I feel like they've been planning this for so long, and I'm so happy that they finally got to do it. I think Raya needs to move up. Rhea definitely needs to move up. Rhea needs to keep going after Charlotte, because that is the money feud, man. Agreed. Agreed. Money. Cash money. Who do
1: you think should be Io Shirai's first uh, opponent? Major feud, should I say. I think they should revisit Candice LeRae.
0: Candice LeRae would be good. Um, Is Io still... I, I don't think she's she has a heel face now. She's a yeah. face now. Um, so I would love to see Dakota Kai be elevated to that level with as good as uh, with a mm. about, with as good of work as she's been doing. Mm. Um, especially with the addition of the threat of Raquel Gonzalez, uh, I think it could do wonders to push Io up even further than she already has been. Um, I just I keep thinking about that celebration. I think I think it's you so wait good.
1: on that though because I think like it would be smart to have Eo hold the title for a little while, for yeah. a while, and then drop it to Kai because of Gonzalez,
0: and then have Tegan
1: take get it, it of off Kai. Kai.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that is definitely the progression of where it's going to go. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, that's looking way forward. So. First feud, um, even going with other faces, uh, a Mia Yim feud would be fantastic. Um, Maybe if we could even possibly get Starlet in the ring at some point, because we know she can go. Anybody that watched Impact knows that she can actually wrestle. Or any uh, Lucha promotions. So uh, that would be fantastic. But yeah, I think think, uh, Candice LeRae... Is the most logical choice. I for, wonder for what now. the Gargano household is going to say on Wednesday. Should be good. Should be very good. Um, we're, we're probably going to get an, an, another di- dinner party. <laughs> and, uh, and a pity party as well. And a pity party as well. We might get another dinner party from Keith Lee and Mia Yim. That would be hilarious. Yeah, who knows? But uh, I
1: give NXT TakeOver In Your House a solid A.
0: Solid A. That is, that's fair. Uh, Yeah, it was great. Great stuff. And with
1: that, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. And peace and love to all of you. Bang!